What happens when the inmates run an asylum? Usually they run straight for the drug room, but this inmate is grabbing the microphone and working the phones and hailing the pit. No Vince, no Pam. Good thing we got a lot of depth, like the pit quarterback room, on today's Hail to Pit podcast. What was your message about finishing it in these final 30 minutes? Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia. We're knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina, and it's happened in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. One health game that you will never, ever forget. We shocked the world! Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. This is the week of August 29th, 2020. And this is the Hail to Pit podcast. I'm Alan Tazinski, and with the Calfos, Vince and Pam, on a mini vacation this week, the world is mine. <laughs> uh, the podcast is mine to do and get it out there for you with all the latest Pit news, and we're going to have some fun. It'll probably be a shorter show today because I don't want to talk too long, especially with no games to cover, a little bit of news to cover, but... You know, we don't want to yap in your ear. You got things to do. There's a damn pandemic going on. You got to go on Etsy and find yourself some stylish masks. So let me tell you where you can interact with us at H2P Show on Twitter and uh, everywhere else. We're on social media at H2P Show. And uh, that's where we like to converse mostly, but we're also available via email. Hail the number two pit podcast at gmail.com. Hail to pit podcast at gmail.com. And of course, we interact as the Hail to Pit podcast on Panther Lair and Reddit. So we're out there. If you want to interact, if you want to be on the show, hit us up. And we are a production of Pretty Easy Podcasts. If you would like to do your own podcast or know someone who wants to get into podcasting, go to prettyeasypodcasts.com. No Vince, no Pam, like I said this week, so it's just me. So what do I have lined up for you as a solo act? Well, First, we're going to get into the latest news. We had a little bit of terrible news for pit football. We think terrible. We'll see who steps up. And then, of course, some good news if you're into more football being played and who isn't. And we're also going to have a little bit of fun. A baby of mine I've been working on, we're going to work the phones. And and the reason that I'm able to do this, I've been planning this for a while. The moment I knew I'd have a chance to do the show alone, I was going to get the the lost member of this show the behind-the-scenes member of the show, someone who's a, a lot of their opinions, a lot of what they say during a season especially. Last season, you heard a lot of that stuff regurgitated on this show, stolen from this man, basically. Ah, not stolen, with permission, and also a little bit of stealing. Because if it's good, steal it. His name's Pat Smith. He is a Pitts season ticket holder, just like Vince and Pam are. In fact, he shares season tickets with Vince and Pam. They sit together, all three of them, every single game. I've sat at some games with Pat. He graduated the University of Pittsburgh as well, so you know he's credentialed. But also, I wanted to get not only the guy that we talk to the most about football besides each other onto the show, but also just gauge another season ticket holder on the program and get another perspective from what we're hearing among the three of us every single week. And, of course, I see what people say online, especially with the Austin PA game being added. A lot of opinions out there. But we're going to work the phones. Pat Smith, legend on campus. A former BMOC big man on campus at Pitt. 
a lot of you who went to the university between 2006 and 2009 may remember this name. They said that we won the West Virginia game because of Pat Smith and what he did leading up to that game, which I cannot speak of on this podcast because Pam will yell at me. So we're going to get Pat on the show a little bit later. And Pam might yell at me just for having Pat on because there's a reason he's not on the show every single week. No, he's a good guy. Okay, first up, the news, the latest with Pitt football. Austin PA added to the schedule, replacing the Miami of Ohio game on September 12th at home. This game is going to kick off the season. It's going to be a little break from what is going to be an ACC marathon. It's going to be a little toe dip, a little warm-up, a little preseason game, we hope. It's not close at all. So this game gets added to the schedule. And diving right into ACC play, I had no issue with it. Pat and Arduzzi seemed pretty ticked off about that. So I'm sure he's elated that they were able to replace their MAC opponent with another college football team, even if they probably will be, hopefully will be, pushovers on September 12th. I don't know how much, how, how many kinks you could work out at a, against an opponent like this, but we'll see. Hopefully we aren't underestimating them the way that I know I've been texting with the likes of Vince, Pam, Pat, and our good friends who all follow Pitt Sports. Oh, Austin Peay, we're going to play, try to play hoops. That's all I know I'm up for. Hey, hey. No, they have a football team. They're coming. Take on the Panthers September 12th. So that's the good news, I guess, this week. The bad news, Damari Mathis, out. Cornerback, out for the year, and that's terrible when you think about, well, Dane Jackson's gone, goes to the NFL, so this year you're hoping on very experienced corners to replace uh, what was a leader on the team in Damari Mathis, Jason Pinnock, and now you lose one half of those, and after those guys, it's all underclassmen, like no experience. And right now, between the three guys who are going to try to replace Damari Mathis, we've seen it's Hunter Sellers, we've seen Javante Royal, and Rashad Battle are the names being thrown out there in training camp right now as people who could step up and replace Damari Mathis, whose injury, from what I read, was a non-football-related injury. Hopefully it's also non-COVID-related. I wish they would say that more, but whatever it is, I'm hoping Damari Mathis is okay. But with the news that... Players are going to be granted more eligibility. I mean, that's a, that's a, hopefully a saving grace for this young athlete. But in terms of replacing him for the team, you got Battle, Royal, and Sellers. Wait, Battle and Royal. Come on. That's too easy. I mean, as a wrestling mark myself, if I'm Pat Narduzzi, if Rashad Battle and Javante Royal are just like okay at cornerback, I'm going to try to have them both out there together as much as possible because you got a battle royal on the field. Come on. That's stupid. Either way, I love the names. We'll see who pulls out and takes uh, that job. Next man up, as they say. Royal, battle, and sellers. We'll be watching that throughout camp. And we didn't hear any different buzzwords or vocabulary to break down uh, on them too much this week from Nards, but... He did say some things really interesting about wide receivers we'll get to in a second. But what about the quarterback position? We talked a lot last week about, for Pitt standards, a loaded quarterback room. And Kenny Pickett is easily uh, you know, the top guy there. He's the top dog. I think Davey, he's in my eyes, Davey O'Brien preseason watch list. So you got him. But then the other guys, Patty Bevel and now Yellen, all in there, all vying to be the backup 
all looking to get some more reps. You've got Patty and Yellen who have the reps already. These guys are going to try to win that backup job in training camp right now, but we probably won't even know who that is, I'd say, ever. Why would we? Unless Kenny Pickett is not playing. So it's kind of a moot point for fans to argue and 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 talk about, I think, because we'll never really know until that moment comes, and hopefully it never does. But you got to also wonder as a fan, well, who is the guy just in case? And Narduzzi this week said he doesn't want to make the decision and neither he doesn't want Whipple to make the decision. So if him or his offensive coordinator aren't making the decision, he says he wants the team, the kids, to make the choice on who the backup is, the most popular guy in the locker room. So that'll be interesting to see if we ever learn that information and if we do who it is. My money is on Nick Patty. I was really impressed with just some of the things we saw he was able to do. He looked athletic enough. He can move it and uh, looked accurate enough in his limited play. But, of course, there's the prospect of Joey Yellen coming in out of nowhere. And then, of course, the big unknown with Davis Bevel. So we'll see. But those comments from Narduzzi this week, really interesting to say he's going to leave it up to the team on that one, uh, which is nice, a position that hopefully and likely won't be ever on the field you can give that control over to someone else which is cool and I think uh you know in some cases the right thing to do especially if it's a super close race like this which it seems like why not but then Pat Narduzzi said some things about young wide receivers that really caught my attention Pat Narduzzi talking about Jordan Addison who Vince brought up last week as potentially a guy who can hopefully take the top off of defenses and do a lot of things at wide receiver and be a very valuable weapon. Well, Narduzzi seems to think so, saying he is as, this is a quote from what Vince sent me that I read as well, and I couldn't believe when he sent it to me. Jordan Addison, as good already as Maurice French, according to Pat Narduzzi, as good as the guy who was the best wide receiver on the team for the last year or so. That's high praise. That's high praise that comes from a coach that doesn't often get into hyperbole. He codes a lot of messages. But that's straight up as good as one of your best players you've coached recently. Very, very awesome to hear if you're a fan and exciting. Okay, Jordan Addison, here's the player to watch. I'm excited to see this guy take the field. And wow, we need that. We need a guy like Maurice French because losing Maurice French sucks. And then... Pat Narduzzi also was talking about redshirt sophomore Wendell Davis and at linebacker. And then he said right now he's beating out Cam Bright in camp. So you got a lot of youngsters for a team that was coming into this season with upperclassmen uh, that are going to get a shot, which I have to imagine, you know, coaches aren't dumb and coaches don't want to lose. They aren't going to play young guys over veterans who have shown that they are capable players as well they're not going to play young guys unless they're absolutely going to deliver and the coaches believe in them so this is really something different I think from preseason speak we've experienced at least the last couple years as Pitt fans from Pat Narduzzi hyperbole is that's the great thing he doesn't use it I think that much compared to other coaches uh, Pat Narduzzi uses a lot of coded language very conservative with his depth chart as well so this is different and exciting as all hell, to be honest. So that's the latest with Pit Football News. 
that we'll break down today. And I got to say, I miss uh, Vince and Pam being on the show for this moment because this is where we can maybe argue back and forth. Who am I going to argue with? Myself? The argument is part of the show. Sometimes we get into it. Sometimes we question. Or I have a question that maybe they could clarify. But I got no one here to do that with except for this next segment where I did have some questions. I pre-recorded this live on tape, full disclosure, because I wanted to ask some questions not totally related to everything we just broke down with the latest pit news. I think I talked to Pat here right before Damari Mathis was announced out, but or maybe not. Maybe we just didn't cover because there's so much other stuff to get into, even though losing one of your top corners is pretty big. But Pat Smith, I told you his credentials earlier, season ticket holder, sits with Vincent Pam at every game, but you never get to hear him on this show. He always says, hey, I said that last week. Why are you using my line on your show? Because you're really good at coming up with things to say, Pat. We want to. It's if it's good, steal it. He says, "Okay, whatever helps you sleep at night." So that's Pat Smith. He's a great, loving guy, and most importantly, he is a pit guy. And he had some cool stuff to talk about as we got into an honest conversation about pit football. Do we want it to happen? Will it happen? Do we feel comfortable watching football in this year of the pandemic? Of course. But do we think it'll last? That's the million-dollar question. Pat Smith and I break it down, plus a whole lot more right here. We're working the phones on the Hail to Pit podcast. Did you have season tickets lined up for this season? I did, yeah. And I even I upgraded my, my tickets this year with none other than... Uh, Vince and Pam, um, we we're actually we upgraded to the club level, so I was I was really looking forward to it this year. You upgraded to club level, and then they said you can't come. What like correspondence is is the team or is Pitt giving to fans who are season ticket holders? Did you get money back? Do you get a free program? What the hell, what the hell happens when the season gets canceled? Yeah, that's a good question, and I honestly don't know because you know I I buy in with uh, Vince and Pam, so they would be giving they would be getting all of that communication, and I'm not privy to it at the moment. I'm just Vince and Pam waiting to see. They, do you think you got like a, a free like? Me- do you think that you got like a free <laughs> like? Sorry, there's no season for fans like a seat cushion that they kept for themselves. Do you want me to find out if if they have that for you? Yeah, I know, right? They probably have some magnets, some extra magnets on their fridge, stuff <laughs> like that. But yeah, they're keeping me in the dark. I don't. I don't think they would. If they they they're always good about. To, I think telling you, you know instantly when they get stuff. I lived with them, remember? So I I know when they get their <laughs> mail and when they call you. But uh, yeah, right. We're supposed to be good this year, but I don't know if if this. We'll, we'll start with the optimistic. If the season happens and they play this modified ACC schedule, do you think Pitt will live up to the expectation? Yeah, uh, that's that's tough. I never like to get my hopes up because you know Pitt seems to let me down year in and year out. But yeah, I mean, I. I think they have a solid team. I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do. They got a lot of seniors. Um, they got they got a few NFL prospects on the team. Um, 
you know, it sucks that we, we're not going to be able to see Twyman this year, but I understand he, um, his decision. I know he's got to do what he's got to do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they have a lot of uh, a lot of talent and a lot of potential. I know. And they've got to play this weird new schedule, though, which I don't I don't think is suits suits where they could have gone. I mean, the the end at the end of it, right? Because you're playing a modified NCAA schedule, modified ACC schedule. This pit team could even live up to expectations, but at the end of it, there's no like bowl game for them to go to where they could show off and say, "Yeah, we accomplished this." They got to win the whole damn ACC really to live up to that. And they're not really playing for much. Um... But I mean, hopefully those you know those those players that could potentially go to the NFL. I mean, they want to go out there and showcase their abilities and you know give us a, a good show to watch on the field. So hopefully they step up their game this year. What do we do instead? Since we can't go to the games this year, do we watch them down in the basement, six feet apart, projector out back? Yeah, um, yeah, the projector is not a bad idea for the for the night games. Yeah, for the night um, games, man, the projectors. We got to get one of those that works in the daytime. Do you think? The yeah, se- right. Do you think the season actually makes it all the way through? I'm skeptical. Um, I, I honestly, I guess I'm, I'm more leaning towards they thinking they probably won't make it all the way through. Um, just because you can't keep those college kids in a bubble, um, you know, there's there's bound to be some positive cases on on every team really um so we'll see i guess uh just look forward to tuning in week to week what do you what do you think about this if if at least pat narduzzi wants to make sure his players are in check how do you keep the the college kids in a bubble what if in every student's dorm or wherever these guys are staying the team provides them with a bunch of good vinyl Plenty of red dog, and <laughs> yeah. and 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 instant access to food. I mean, what, what, then we should be good, right? All right, yeah. I mean, that that'd be ideal for for you and me, right? We could. Uh, I'd love to anywhere. be put into that situation. Yeah, <laughs> like Kenny Pickett. You know, he's a big man on campus. He wants to he wants to be seen, and I can't blame him. I mean. He, I was on campus last year, and he was he was that as well. Uh, and you know, when he would walk down, down Forbes, I mean, I, I would hear the Bee Gees playing, and it wasn't out of anyone's car; it just it was bla- blasting in, in everyone's head. Right. Who would see Kenny and his beautiful hair walking down the street? Yeah, that's that, yeah. What about the BMOCs across the country? This is they're going to take a hit this year. All of I know them. it's going to. It's going to hurt their ego, right? I mean, a lot of them like that feedback week to week, I, w- I would think. Um, unless they're not performing well when, and people are calling for the next guy up. But um, I, I have faith in Kenny. I think he's, gonna, he's going into his third year as a starter. I think he's going to do well, and, you know, he's, he's going to want to live it up. What about all the other quarterbacks? We talked about how Pitt has a quarterback room that actually has experience now. Four quarterbacks. Does that? Make uh, yeah, you, it's kind of crazy. Does that boggle your mind? Yeah, I'm not used to it. Um, you know, I, I still Tino Sinceri still haunts me to this day. So, 
Um, I think they're in a really good situation now, um, especially with uh, Joey Yellen being able to, to play immediately because you never know what's going to happen. Um, saw some good stuff from Nick Patty last year. So, you know, he, he, he might be the guy of the future. Uh, just excited to see how it shakes out. I, I, it's it's a level of comfort we haven't had yet, even though we don't really get to be comfortable because this whole damn season's going to be full of unease, and yeah, I mean, we don't know what that. I mean, I like. I mean, we, we we normally all we have to worry about is like how we get into the game, what are we drinking, what are we eating this year is like, is there even going to be a game this week? I don't know. I mean, have you done a fantasy draft yet for NFL yet? I'm try. I'm, I'm gauging that with people too. I don't know when I should start oh, yeah. thinking about it. No, I haven't. Um, I, I do plan on joining at least one le- league this year, but uh, yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I don't, it's all. It's the whole damn season. That should be the. That should be on the t-shirts. That everyone, <laughs> we'll see. Yep, that's exactly after, right. After post-game interviews will be great too. Pat Narduzzi will never be. You know, be like, oh, we might not play next week. But or maybe he will. Do you think he'll be like, you know, we came out, we're coming out every week like it's the last game of the season because it might be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's always an, he's an optimistic guy, um, high energy guy. I saw something uh, the other day where he said uh, he referred to COVID as cooties, getting cooties. He wants to <laughs> keep his players away from the cooties. So. That's a good plan. Um, yeah, and I and I always enjoy his his post game interviews. Oh my! God. Really brings I, the excitement. UCF last year it was amazing, but I have a question for you because uh, last week Vince and I got into like the language that he uses to talk about tr- guys in training camp and whether or not we should look into it. Is that actual high praise when he calls a guy electric? Versus when he calls a guy high motor or something like that. What do you take with the vocabulary of Pat Narduzzi? Are we looking too far into it? Are there certain buzzwords we should pay attention to? Um, from what I've seen, I don't think he, he uses any one buzzword more than others. So, you know, any electric and, you know, high energy, high octane. Well, we don't want to get into high octane. Hell, but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think uh, – I don't know. I, I have yet to see him say something negative about any practice or player. So I take it all as positive. All right. Well, I like that you had kind of a positive spin, but even though you don't think the season makes it all the way through, we're hoping it does. And uh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll watch some games with you. Maybe we could uh, watch it Angels in the outfield style, find a, a good hill to climb and peek over the fence at Heinz Field when they're at home. Yeah, I mean, we could have done that if they were still playing at Pitt Stadium, right? But um, now you're yeah, ending it uh, on you a know. downer. Now you're ending the call <laughs> on a downer that we don't have a damn stadium on campus. Thank you. No, but uh, you know those old pictures you see where you know people are watching the game from. I, I think those are the uh, the frats, right? From the rooftops of the frats, you could look. Used to be able to look down into the stadium. That'd be pretty cool, but uh, I'll, I'll start scheming to find a way into Heinz Field. Yeah, at least one game this year. The rest we can watch on the uh, old CRTV downstairs in the basement. You're welcome to come over. Just wear a damn mask. Will do. I'll bring my uh, my finest pit mask. 
Yep, that hashtag H2P ha- uh, mask. Get them while they're hot, Pat. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for uh, joining me while Vince and Pam are away. I'll make sure that they uh, keep you in the loop with all the season ticket stuff. All right, thanks for having me. Hail to Pitt, buddy. Hail to Pitt. You know, in the end, you know, it's about W's. Vince and Pam owe Pat a seat cushion and probably a bunch of other freebies that they get sent to their house in the mail that they never tell Pat about. But that's another conversation for when they're back. Thanks to Patty Boy Smith for joining us here, working the phones on the Hell to Pit podcast, helping me out as I'm solo this week. And we're winding down this episode here. And usually we close it out with what the Yinzers are saying around town, but I don't have, uh, you know, Vince to help me out with that segment here. He wasn't out and about in the town. He's been up in, I think, Jersey and Philly or wherever the hell he is. So he he hasn't given me word on what Yinzers are saying. So all I've got is what the Yinzers are saying, but only here around Greenfield. But only here around Greenfield. So I guess this is what a specific portion of the Yinzers are saying that you're going to hear coming up right here on the Hell to Pit podcast. Another Saturday coming and the Panthers are playing. Time to find out what the Yinzers are saying. You hear them other ACC coaches anonymously saying we can't run the ball in that. Yeah, how about that? Cads can't even come out and say their names when they talk crap about Narduzzi. Yeah, they try to say we think we're good at running the ball. They say Whipple's offense last year. Yeah, I bet you Whipple said all that crap and leaked it as some other coach anyway. Yeah, he just wants Narduzzi's job. Hell to pit. Hell to pit. What the Yinzers are saying. So that's what the Yinzers are saying. And that's all we have for this episode of the Hell to Pit podcast. That's it. That's done. The solo episode. So that's what the Yinzers are saying. And that does it for another edition of the Hell to Pit podcast. Really missed Vince and Pam this week. Thinking they will be back next week because we have a lot to talk about, especially with this new rule with eligibility carrying over into next year in the NCAA. And also... With the latest football news we talked about, I'm sure they're going to have a lot to say, especially about a new game being added to the schedule, the injury to Damari Mathis. Plenty, plenty to discuss when they are back. And, of course, we'll be sitting and waiting on any news that come from training camp and, you know, news coming from campus as well. I like keeping my finger on the pulse. I might be a graduate. Finally. Only took me 15 years. Didn't even become a doctor from it. But you know what? I got the damn thing done, and now I still love this university with all my heart. And right now, it's killing me to see these kids having to live in the towers but not get to go to class. Nobody likes hanging out in the towers. Nobody. How do you like me now? What the hell? But I don't want to get on a rant. I have to end this show before I go over my allotted time. Pam told me to keep it under 30 minutes solo or I might ruin the show. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to shut up. And I'm going to tell you. I'll see you next week. Follow us at H2P Show on Twitter. I'm going to tell you, go to prettyeasypodcast.com, our great sponsors. If you want to start a podcast, and I'm also going to tell you to hail to pit. See you next week.